Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. This week, we're going to introduce you to some great cocktails for New Year's Eve and beyond. John Rusing from Bad Decisions will join us. Actually, he's right here. He has a few of the best ideas that you can recreate at home for cocktails. Everybody always thinks sparkling wine or champagne, but you can do cocktails. And then if you want to know where the world of food and beverages is going in the coming year, 2014, Chef Derek Purcell is going to join us to share some of the info from the 2014 culinary forecast created by the National Restaurant Association. So every week we do the sips of the week. Sometimes it's wine, sometimes it's beer, sometimes it's cocktails. And I thought for New Year's Eve... Just to mix it up a little bit. It's a new year. I'd like to mix it up and do cocktails. And nobody is better to help me than John from Bad Decisions. You actually went to UMBC and studied pre-med in biology. Now you're scaring me. You worked (laughs) at Johns Hopkins for several years, but you bartended in the evening and then just decided that that was more your passion than working in a hospital. And maybe some of the things you did at night ended you up in the hospital. I don't know. But (laughs) you've won all kinds of awards at Bad Decisions, the bar, local and national, and you've been on some national TV shows because of your bacon night and beverage program. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. All right. So you're here in Baltimore. You're thinking you're doing pre-med and biology. You're working towards this kind of career. How do you go from that to opening up a bar? That's a story right there. Well, you know, it's it's more about what I felt like getting up every morning and doing and uh, and how much more enjoyment I was getting out of interacting with people every day rather than some of like the lab science and the behind the scenes work that you had to do, you know, in medicine, mm-hmm. which just wasn't really for me. I'm more, I'd rather be in front of a group of people talking, laughing, you know, teaching them maybe about booze or just maybe having a good time. I love, I love that you call it booze because <laughs> now everybody's calling it adult beverages. It's so boring. But booze is like that, that puts a smile on your face right away, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I love the name bad decisions because I, I just think that's funny because, right, we can all think of a, a few bad decisions we may have made after a few too many cocktails. What, how, brought, how did that come to mind? It was one of those, you know, I know I'm buying a bar. I, I waited to see the bar. To see if, you know, the name has to fit the location, right? So we're brainstorming and we're thinking about it and hours pass. and There's no good, there's just no great names. Everybody's like, that's it. That's the right. name. So I'm like, well, we're out of wine. We might as well just go out to a bar and make some bad decisions. <laughs> and my friend leaps up off the couch and she gets wine. There's still wine stains on my ceiling. She's like, well, that's it. That's the name. And it's, bad so decisions. I incorporated okay. the next day. That was it. Well, here in Baltimore, you're at 1928 Fleet Street. Correct. Right? Fells Point. Fells Point. So... For the holidays, specifically now upon us, is coming, New Year's Eve, I thought you could give us some really good ideas for cocktails with a little bit of a twist that are really festive. So where should we start? Um, I think we're going to start with a good a good solid whiskey cocktail, and we're going to use some ginger because that's, you know, this time of year when it's cold out, nice warming ginger is, is great to add to any cocktail. Great. All right. So what, it's a ginger old-fashioned? Yes. So old-fashioned's... I guess they never really went out of style, but lately we've just been getting tons and tons of requests for them at the bar. It's a very, a very current. My cocktail. dad used to drink that. Yeah, and but they're back now. It's it's you know young people are ordering them. Retro, their main, in. yeah, or Mad Men maybe. maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I love that show. So where do we start 
in making a ginger old fashioned? So just like any good old fashioned, you're going to start with some sugar and some bitter and some citrus in the bottom of your glass. Okay. So instead of sugar cubes, like we would normally do, we're going to add crystallized ginger to the bottom here. Ooh, so nice. it's it's dried ginger, and then it has a good layer of sugar around it on the outside. So a lot of our sweetness is going to be the sugar washing off of this, okay. which is important for the balance of the cocktail. And then we're going to add some fresh citrus, in this case, some orange. Okay. So And the recipes will be at thewinecoach.com. You supplied me with them, so yes. you can do them at home. And hopefully they're detailed enough that even if people don't make cocktails on the regular, they're going to feel comfortable that, yeah, I can... I should be able to handle this. And if they want a little coaching beforehand, they can just come out to Bad Decisions and join you. And um, also check you out on Facebook at facebook.com slash bad decisions. So we've got our candied ginger. And we have our fresh citrus. And now any old fashioned, you need bitters to balance the sweetness. So the traditional bitters, the one with the yellow top that everyone knows, Angostura, is what we're going to use in this. Okay. How much? Two dashes. Two dashes. And when I see people doing the dashes, they're real wimpy about it and it's a Drip or two. No, you really got to dash the bitters out. Give of it that. a little elbow yeah. grease. Yep. Okay, two real dashes. And then we're going to muddle it up. And the muddling not only gets some of the ginger out of the ginger. Oops. It uh, it also releases the oils from the the orange zest, and that really adds you know more complexity to the flavor of the cocktail. Okay. So again, you don't want to be shy. You really just mash that sucker in there. Get all your frustrations from the holidays out. Yeah. That family member that's annoying <laughs> uh, you. I know. Dysfunctional family. <laughs> muddle, muddle. All right. You don't need to overdo it and mash it all to a pulp. But, okay. you know, you do want to break it up a little bit. And then we're going to add our base, our spirits. We have some so, bullet rye. Yeah. So for rye, I mean, rye is a very Maryland liquor. So I mm-hmm. like using it. And... As people are drinking drier and drier these days instead of sweet cocktails, rye is a much better choice a lot of times than bourbon for your cocktail. Okay. Um, so we're going to add two full ounces. And again, don't go crazy with this at home because if you do, you're unbalancing your cocktail. It's better okay. to have two cocktails than one super strong one. Agreed. Two yeah. ounces of our bullet rye. And then we're going to stir oops, our sugar and our citrus and our rye and incorporate it a little bit. Okay. So that we don't have chunks of sugar sitting at the bottom of our cocktail looking sad. We want it all dissolved in. <laughs> we want happy cocktails for yes. New Year's Eve. Happy, happy. Happy festive cocktails. <laughs> I'm happy already. It looks good. All right. So now at this point, you have most of your ingredients in the glass. We're going to add some ice. And if you're using a cocktail glass at home, just fill it all the way up with ice. Wow. And then either sparkling or still water. Neither one's incorrect. I prefer sparkling. Nice. All right. Give that a quick stir again just to incorporate it all, but don't stir the bubbles out. I hate seeing a bartender when they stir all the carbonation out of my soda. Okay. And there we have. Maybe I'll take a little. Yeah. Do you want me to make you one or do you want to just. I'll take a little sip of this one if it's okay. That's fine. Ooh. Nice. (laughs) That'll make it a very happy new year. I like that. Yeah. And then. It's very balanced. And, And you have that candy ginger, but it's not at all sweet. No, and it's, and the ginger really shouldn't be overpowering. It should be playing nicely with the spices and the rye and the citrus and the bitters. Like it should be very balanced. Uh, I like it. Not one flavor jumping out over top of the rest. Yes. But if you have someone at your party or at your house that maybe is a sweeter drinker, they tend to they tend to go for anything with a straw or an umbrella or you know whipped cream <laughs> on the top. If you get a bottle of ginger liqueur. And I have that at home. So the Domaine de Canton or King's Ginger, like there's a couple really good ones on the market. 
add a half an ounce of this to that cocktail. It'll make it sweeter. The ginger taste will be more pronounced. So this Great. way, you add one more bottle to your collection. Pretty much everybody at your party will, can get a cocktail they like, whether they drink sweet, whether they drink dry. Unless they don't like rye whiskey, then I don't want to be friends with them. All right. <laughs> well, John from Bad Decisions, we just did the ginger old-fashioned, which is delicious. We're going to come right back and get the second cocktail called the Corpse Reviver number 37 on The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back with John Roosing from Bad Decisions, the bar. <laughs> Not just bad decisions, but we're talking New Year's Eve cocktails, festive, and we just had a great ginger old-fashioned, which is delicious. Now, you have another one, and all the recipes will be at thewinecoach.com, called the Corpse Reviver Number 37. So I've never heard of this before. <laughs> How do we start? So this is going to be um, an up drink. So martini glasses or fancy wine glasses or whatever you have. Also, if you have a big group coming, this is appropriate to batch out ahead of time. So oh, you can nice. make a whole bunch of them um, just without shaking them and chilling them, you know. But when it's time to make another drink, just shake it up, pour it, you're done. You have, you know, minimal work that you need to do. I like that. So in our shaker tin, we're going to go with one ounce of an Old Tom style gin. Okay. So Old Tom is different from your London Dry. It's more citrusy. It's low on juniper. Even people that don't drink gin... Generally, if you this don't one's tell called it's Ransom. Gin, Ransom Old Tom. This okay. is one of the better ones because it's barrel aged for a couple of months, so it okay. melts it all out. Is it a nice? Nice. Yeah. Okay. And also, it's brown gin, which scares people, but shouldn't let it scare you. So, an ounce of that. Okay. And then we're going to go with an ounce of a blood orange liqueur. So, if you've had Cointreau, this is kind of like Cointreau's cousin, but it's all blood orange. So, layer now. Beautiful stuff, and it mm. it literally tastes like you're biting into a fresh blood orange when you drink it. Nice. Um, and then we're going to use one ounce of Lillet Rosé, which is a fortified rosé wine. In France, they drink a lot of that Lillet. I just drink a lot of it in general. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start doing it too. <laughs> and then an ounce of fresh lemon juice. So okay. it's important that you're squeezing this fresh, buying the stuff from the grocery store. It's just not the same. I mean, if you can juice it a couple hours ahead of time and it'll be great, but longer than 12 hours, like you can't do this a day ahead. It's important for the brightness of the flavor that you're doing. So it. you batch everything, just don't put the ice in till the night of the party, right? Right. Until you don't want to dilute it. Until, until it's time to actually make Serve that it. drink. Okay. Yeah. And then we need a tiny little bit of absinthe to rinse our glassware with. Ooh. So okay. you can put it in a mister maybe and spray it if you have one, or you literally just add a couple drops and then roll it around the glass. Ah. And the oils from the absinthe will kind of release and break out into the cocktail when you're pouring it. I like it. In so. Italy, they do this with wine, and they call it preparing the glasses. So I'm sure that came from the same exact mm. principle. Okay. And then we're going to shake it. So cocktail shaker. Nice. Try not to do it into the microphone too much. <laughs> oh, I love that sound. Do it. If you want to visit John at Bad Decisions, go to 1928 Fleet Street. And you can also check them out at Facebook.com slash Bad Decisions. Good job. Shake it like you mean it. And yeah. you did. And we then we're going to double strain it, which is something you don't have to do at home. But what it does is it gets all the little bits of pulp from your fresh stitches out. So that's up to you. Personally, okay. I don't mind the pulp. But generally, if you're anywhere nice, they're going to do this. And get all the little flex out for you. And you do not pour a wimpy cocktail, let me just say. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> I think that leads to the bad decisions, I'm sure. Okay. And then the last thing is going to be our garnish, which is going to be a big circle of fresh blood orange, which will tie the flavors all together. And it just looks really pretty and will impress it your guests. does. Okay, let me take a little sip here and see what we got. Oh, my gosh. That is so refreshing. 
It doesn't even taste like there's any alcohol in there. <laughs> and yet it is mostly booze. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You are a genius. All right. John Roosing from Bad Decisions, you've given us two great New Year's Eve cocktails. I'm going to put the recipes at thewinecoach.com. But if you just don't feel like making them at home or even having people over, we can just join you at Bad Decisions Absolutely. on New Year's Eve. Sure. All right. Well, l- thank you so much for being on the show, and I hope you'll come back. Absolutely. It was fun.